Welcome to the Stev Mayo Show. I am your host, Stev Mayo. I'm actually learning how to do this on the fly, i.e. mixing the East Street Band with my voice. So it may go up and down, but you know, you've got to learn it on the fly. Got to be spontaneous, man. I think it's a bit loud, don't you? No, that's my voice. Um, anyway, so this is a podcast, obviously. Everybody has a podcast, you know, whatever. But... Um, some of my favourites are actually uh, WTF by Mark Merrin. Wow, I sound like a cyborg in my own ears. Um, and actually, the Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. Um, so I don't know if you've heard that. Um, so it's going to be a mixture of music interviews and redneck bloke stuff, maybe. Maybe not. Um, so it'll be a mixture of those two things. Um, on the first show, we've got Jack Joseph Band, not the Jack Joseph Band, as we're going to find out. They're a band I've known for about four years. I play in a band as well called Mahoney in the moment. I also play in a band um, called, um, God, what are they called? Slugworth. I play in a band called Slugworth in New York when I'm there with another musician called Ryan Martin, who I hope to interview later, and I don't even know why I brought him up. But anyway, there's lots and lots of... I'm going to turn Clarence off. It's a bit much, isn't it? Hold on. There we go. Um, um, it's a bit party-ish because I'm actually recording this at 9am. But there you go. Um, yeah, so this is going to be a podcast. There's loads of music. If you don't like music, just skip through it if you want to hear the chat. I've learned probably from my first episode that there's a bit too much music and it's a bit too much blokey music, but you've got to keep moving forward. I can't be editing this thing all my life, you know? Um, and nothing's perfect in life, man. It's not. And the imperfections are probably what are appealing, possibly. That's what I'm going to say anyway to try and get away with it. Um, so we're going to start the show because there's so much blokey music and so much kind of beers and woo in this episode. Um, we're going to start with a lady called Natalie Prass. Um, this is a song she released last year. Um, it's one of my favourite songs of last year, actually. Um, it's got loads of instruments on it, but it still works. It's called My Baby Don't Understand Me. And listen very closely at the very beginning. Um, she kind of takes a really sharp intake of breath, which I think is really hot. Um, so listen closely for that. Here's Natalie Prass, and then we're going to go on to a song called The Believer by Jack Joseph Band. Enjoy the show, enjoy your life, see you in a bit. I don't Stuck with him 
beautiful. That was Natalie Prass with My Baby Don't Understand Me. And Natalie, you know, women are very rarely completely understood, so I wouldn't worry about it. And now we're going to play The Believer by Jack Joseph Band. Enjoy it. And then we're going to be live in the pub with them.
Okay, so that tune was Believer by Jack Joseph Band. This is the first ever interview I've done on the podcast. I'm hungover. I've just had in, got in several squabbles on the tube. And now we've just bought £7 beers in Clapham. And it's time for the interview. These guys have no idea what the questions are. But I have them synced on an iPad. The first question, I think, was how do you spell Jack Joseph Band? So I'm not going to ask you that. Maybe I'm going to ask... Why are you called Jack Joseph Band? We have Alex and Jack. Uh, Jack, really, really. Jack is really, and that's yeah. Alex. Have you ever thought of abbreviating your name to the JJ Band? Uh, <laughs> JJB is a bit like the well-known sports brand. I, I, I've not thought about it. No. JJB is. Like, I didn't even think of JJB. JJ. That's another level. JJB Sports. It's JJ Band. That's a I'm not very good at the mic, am I? Um, can we leave it in one place? But then you're not going to hear any of us that well. <laughs> okay. Let's just hold on there. The JJB band could play just in sports centres, could Come play on. in like malls. The JJB band would be the Jack Joseph Band Band. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You, just, you yeah. just have to be JJB? Be JJB. But that's like a boy right, band, no, isn't no, it? There. That's a sticking point there. Who? The there. No, the. Yeah. Yeah, but they're like shit, aren't they? I like the there. I don't like the in front of our name. Oh, so you're just Jack Joseph yeah, Band? Yeah, yeah. Why don't you like the the? I don't know. It's not on his birthday. It just wasn't yeah. there, yeah. Yeah, imagine if your name was The Jack. <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> I feel like it's a bit like, uh, you know, like... It's a bit Jules Holland, isn't it? It is a bit Jules Holland. And also it's a bit kind of like, like mums have that thing where you have to put a the in front of every band name, even if there isn't. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like what, I'm trying to think of a really good boomers. example. Like, uh... The Vampire Weekend. The Cream. Well, Faces, are they the Faces? Everyone calls them the Faces, faces but they want really, it to be Faces. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of another example. <laughs> no. The Foles. The they Vampire Weekend. Foles, no, they're not. The they're not called The Vampire Weekend, are they? Exactly. They're really posh, aren't they? So I they could just pay people to get the the of. I'm just going to have to clean my glasses. <laughs> I think Jules Holland calls them... The Vampire Weekend. The Vampire Weekend. I love Jules Holland. <laughs> what have we got left apart from Jules Holland for music to showcase yourself? I love Jules Although, Holland. Although, I haven't really watched one in quite a while. It's on at the moment. Yeah. And, um, I watched the one with Kings of Leon on. There's some other people like on that. that. Yeah. That was alright, yeah. Have they got, are they good at the moment? They go in and out. He made this, that song. Have you, did you watch it? No. I the guitar bit, player bit, plays this whole song where the whole thing is just bending behind the nut. Right. It's really cool. Just like boom. What does that mean for the listeners who are not music literate? Most of my listeners won't be. Like it means the few of them pluck a string on a guitar. Yeah, and then you bend the string, but like behind the bit at the end. It sounded a bit like a porn term when you said "bust the nut" or whatever you said behind <laughs> the neck yeah. or something. It sounded like some amazing move. The, the bit of string between the end of the neck and the, and the tuning key. Yeah, yeah. That little bit. I love the way I'm talking like I'm not a musician as well. And I'm not really, technically. I still don't know really what you're talking about. And have you noticed I'm wearing a porn star t-shirt? Have you heard of her? I haven't. No. Don't watch a lot of porn? Not so much. No. She's Asian. I had a weird phase. I've been buying a lot of stuff. Anyway, this isn't about me. <laughs> um, what's your main influences? This is That's quite boring, isn't it? Yeah, it is quite boring. What, what are our main influences? It doesn't have to be music. It's a guy blowing his nose next to us, so if that gets picked up on the audio, that's what that was. It's mostly music, though, isn't it? 
Oh wow, yeah, your influence is the music. That's amazing. But do the, do the Jack Joseph or Jack Joseph band? Do they do anything else apart from music? What together or do you yeah. create literature? Do you? No. What do we do? I mean, I can't make fires. I don't want to speak for you. You're a marketing firm. There's another interview going on. There's a rogue interview going on. Um, we're gonna have to move. Um, in the meantime, let's play. Um, I know I'm a fan of the band Doors, D A W E S. I don't think you guys are. You're dubious. No, I like Doors. I like Doors. They have a new album out called. They have a new album out called We're All Gonna Die, which is quite a catchy title. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And I'm going to play you a song from them now called uh, Roll With The Punches, which is... Um, so <laughs> see what you think of that while we move and um, get in another space here in this um, £7 a pint pub in Clapham.
this is called the Stev Mayo Show, by the way. So we're back with the Stev Mayo Show. This episode is sponsored by Palm Olive Hand Wash, which I just used in um, the toilet, and they've provided the hand wash this evening. We're at the King & Co pub in Clapham. Um, the pubs are available. Yeah, and the staff here, it's interesting. I saw the... I, there was a number of pints, and one said £3.90, so we jumped on that, and then I realised it was for a half... And then he said, it's actually £7.80 or something for a pint of that. So I said, um, I'll have the other one, which was like £7.40. So he just thought I was a dick. But he couldn't even see me through his beard anyway. And there's lots of, like, fashionable women who are probably in PR in there, isn't there, with, like, straight hair and long legs. So it's an enjoyable time to be alive. And that was Doors with uh, Roll With The Punches. What did you think of that? Jack? Uh, yeah, we... What, what do we think? There's, like, a lot of... Uh... We're talking about choruses, weren't we? It's got a big chorus. Yeah, they're going for the AM radio vibe. I suppose yeah, they're I trying to... For me, it's a little bit too windows down. This is like jukebox jury now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, some free marketing. Cool. Yeah. I'm into it. I sent it to a girl this morning who's having a bad time. I said, you've got to roll with the punches, mysterious woman I won't mention. Um, you know, That's so... It, yeah. <laughs> um, other women are available, that's true um, What was I going to say? Did she buy it? I don't know, she's going to be alright They're too lyricy, that's for sure But some free marketing for them is that they're, going to, they're playing at Islington Assembly Hall on November 4th And I'm going to Yeah, I thought so And I'm going to go with um, the um, musician and voice actress Emily Moment um, If anyone who listens to this wants to join us, come But text me first Yeah, will you be there? Can you live on radio? Um, yeah, just tweet me at Mahoney Returns um, or meet me in the car park at Lidl in Pinner on a Sunday. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's get back to the interview, guys. Um, or maybe not, just keep talking bullshit. You wearing glasses tonight, I didn't realise. And you've got a different haircut. What's going on? <sighs> I don't know what's going on. Is this going to imply what your next album's going to be like? Possibly. It's going to be a bit more glasses here. <laughs> How do, we, like, how do you guys feel about lyric stands? Richard Hurley's got one. He uses one, doesn't he? Yeah. You got. Can't you can't remember your lyrics. You got to read them. Yeah. I read them at a wedding we played at once, but that's because we we're being told to play a play a cover by this guy called Todd Schneider or something. You know him? <laughs> he doesn't sound like a real person. No, he is, and it was like this dorky kind of American college folk thing. And I was reading that whilst the couple were coming down the aisle. It was really weird. But well, how do I feel about them? Um, it's a bit of a cheat, isn't it? Springsteen has a teleprompter. Yeah. Yep. He has a what? He has a teleprompter under the stage. This is not working that well, is it? Is it? I don't know. We don't know until we hear it back. Yeah, maybe, yeah. I feel like maybe a central point is less. But it's up to you, man. It's... I think I'm doing alright with it. It's quite, it makes me feel like I'm working. There's a bit of the wind in Clapham. That's real wind. That's free of charge, that wind, for all the listeners. Let's get back to some questions. Let's forget doors and forget beer and porn stars and stuff. Um, what's with the lineup changes? You guys have had lineup changes. It's not a change, it's more like it's just addition. a one addition. It's an addition. It's all we've done, really. We like have a bass player. It's not like the least radical addition. Yeah. You never used to have a bass player, you used to swap instruments. Why was that? Because we didn't have a bass player. A bass. Yeah. Nobody like wants to play bass. Or, well, yeah, I, I kind of wanted to play bass. I got into the bass thing. I bought a bass. I was going to play bass. I thought I'd be like... You did play bass. Nick Lowe. 
Paul McCartney. It's Is it hard to sing and play bass? Yeah, it's really difficult. Yeah, I've never tried that. that. <laughs> I think that was the first problem. Yeah. It's like, oh, this bass line's pretty groovy, but I actually can't no, exactly. even think of anything else while Did I'm it give you a new, renewed respect for Sting? Yeah. <laughs> do you like Sting? I think I do. I like the police, you know. Well, Roxanne is banging, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, I can't deny. It's kind of cool to go, oh, fuck Sting, but I kind of... Um, <laughs> there's now swearing aloud on this podcast. Um, Roxanne is banging, and there's, did you ever do the Roxanne drinking game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And when he goes, roll, every time he says Roxanne, you have to have a... Is it a sip or a shot? Or something? I could have guessed that. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... that's I did it in Magaluf in uh, 99 right. with a load of, you know. It's a classic. Yeah.
there any other drinking games you've ever played to do with music? Yeah, as this is a music yeah. interview. We did the, uh, we've ha- we have done the Eurovision one. Yeah. Do you remember? No. Where was that? In, uh... Am I? Am I? In Devon. Oh, yeah. We did the Eurovision thing. Did you have to go to Devon to do this drinking we game? We did, yeah. <laughs> I, can't I can't remember what the rules were. No, oh, no, you've got a drink. You've got a drink at a key change. Oh, or, uh... Oh, it's a musician's drinking game. It's a beer. snobby drinking <laughs> game. No, 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 no. There's some, like... Although, actually, I do remember being, like... I'm going to sound like a prick now. Because there was a few of us, and I feel like when it was the drink at a key change... A lot of people were drinking... A lot of mind. people were not quite sure what a key change was. Yeah. Who made up these rules? It was just a chorus, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't want to be that guy. I know. Eddie was that guy. I just didn't drink. Really? So you had, like, just, like, a, a Haribo sweet or something every time that <laughs> happened, or... No, a shot of heroin. The Eurovision is terrible. Yeah, it's not even funny to me. It's not ironic, really. No, I used to like Wogan. Yeah. Re- it goes on. Yeah, the irony wears off pretty quickly. Norman's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. He's no Wogan, but he just, he's alright. I wish I had a voice like Wogan, then I really would have a podcast. I could really <laughs> take it seriously, because his voice is velvet. Yeah, but we can. <laughs> no. Maybe no. you can edit it in post. I could try and talk like him. I can, I can do a Northern Irish accent. I could be a Northern Irish interviewer. The next question we'll do in Northern Irish. Um... Jack Joseph, Rand, before you go, what's your main concern before you go on stage? And what is your main concern when you've just come off? That's quite a serious question. Free uh, is like... Am I going to need a wee? Yeah, do I need a wee? Do I need a shit? Yeah. That's a tough one when you need a shit. <laughs> Jesus. It's really tough. Mainly, do I need a wee? Do I need a wee? Yeah. That's very relaxed. Um, That's about it. Am I... Optimum temperature. Oh yeah, temperature is a big temperature is a big issue. I sweat as well. You've probably noticed when I play, okay. and yourself, you yeah, sweat. I'm a sweater, but nobody fucking notices. It's to do with the I, self consciousness of the doing I that. I also don't want to be cold. I'd much rather be sweaty than cold. Mm. Really? You've got to think. Eddie's I really like sweaty gigs. gigs. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you might as well embrace it. Have you seen Costello? He comes on in like a three-piece suit. An he's probably my cousin or something. You know, he's from Harrow. <laughs> His brother was in Paddy yeah, Riley's once, you know and he went... From, oh, fuck, where is he from? He's from Greenford or something. No, because I used to... This maybe isn't that exciting. I used to work for a, a housing association, and they had a big building in... Fuck, yeah, I know where that is. It's Tesco building, the Hoover building on no, no, the no, West Way. A big, uh, there's a tower block that he lived in from, like, 76 to 78, and nobody knew. I found it on, like, some yeah, Costello fan page. And I told everyone it was. Like, or something? No, it's in, um... Oh, fuck, where is it? It is like Harrow or something like Yeah, he's from... His brother lives in Harrow, his name's Declan, and he, he came into Paddy Riley's once, which was this Irish bar in New York I used to work in, and he was singing IRA rebel songs and stuff, and he was like... And, you know, he talks to me, and it's like, oh, from Harrow, and his name was... Because um, Elvis Costello's real name is Declan McManus, and yeah, this yeah. guy was called Hamish McManus or something. <laughs> and also, Emily's on a... Elvis Costello album cover did you know that yeah yeah it's amazing I mean that's the sort of thing you look for in a woman isn't it really yeah do you want to see it yeah it's called Cruel Smile all you listeners there Google Cruel Smile um, by Elvis Costello very bad album very beautiful woman on the cover bad album oh yeah it's like a B-sides album or something and and Emily's in the video as well which the song is called 45 Um, is it what kind of video it's um, Emily is there there's, there's a European version and a 
Cruel Smile, yeah. Um, there's a European version in which they're in a diner. No, there's an American version where they're in a diner. Then there's a European version where he's going along with a shopping trolley. That's so good. Again, that wind is free for this podcast. Um, thanks to Palm Olive Hand Wash for supplying the hand wash, but the wind is something I cannot do anything about. I'm really sorry. How did this happen? Um, she slept with Elvis Costello in uh, 2002. He picked her up, gave her a donut, and she gave him... I don't know what she gave him. Bells are chiming for victory. There's a page back in history. 45. They came back to the world that they fought for. Didn't turn out just like they thought. 
So yeah, check out that album by Elvis Costello. Um, if you've got, just check out the first track and then you'll realise it's not very good, but my wife's on the cover. Um, so next question, guys. Um, <laughs> what are you most proud of with music? Oh, man. And in life. In life? A and B. A and B, which one's A? Music. Yeah. What, we, what am I proud of in music? I mean, I was going to say we've only really, like, it's always been about, I don't know, like, what we've wanted to do, really. We've never kind of done anything that was a bit kind of shit. But equally, we've not had any success, so. <laughs> yeah, but you can't measure your pride by the success. No, of course you can't. But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like we've not kind of done anything too to sort of. of. Well, no, maybe not. Maybe not. Is there a gig that's been, what's your best gig ever? What's the best gig? I still, I mean, I kind of think that one at the Nature Reserve was like the best thing ever. That was pretty good, yeah. And what was that then? Which kind of goes to show like... Is that because there was like lions and cheetahs in the audience? No, um... Squirrels. I think... Really? It might just be... (laughs) You know, squirrels are like rats with good PR, that's what they say. They're full of vermin, don't touch them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Free advice. One for the listeners out there, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Best gig? Yeah. What's your best? What's your best performance? Alex plays guitar. In like an off-the-shoulder number. Best performance? That's a bit tricky. I'm trying to remember. We've had a lot of gigs. Yeah. So we've been... Yeah, I don't know. Did you guys not do any prep? Did you not get the email where I sent you all these questions? And, you know... No, I thought that no. was fun. No, that email doesn't... Because we've been through so many different... Kind of we've been through a lot of different, like, incarnations, kind of. Yeah, not like the same lineup, but maybe a different approach. Different like, sound. When we when different we s- approach. Yeah. Yeah, when we started, I was playing acoustic guitar, and our drummer James, he was playing like brushes with me, and we maybe did a few gigs like that. And Eddie kind of started playing with us, but we, I feel like we didn't even really practice with you. You would just kind of turn up and. Well, we did, like, but it was. Stuff. Yeah. So I always thought that gig that we played. Which was the first gig that I ever played. Don't want to like blow my own trumpet. <laughs> yeah, he sorted it right out. <laughs> yeah. The first gig that I ever played. Yeah. No, you know, we, remember we played at um, Shunt. Do you remember? It used to be like an old club in London Bridge okay, under the arch. Terrible names. And they opened a new one, which is now closed again, like in this like, yeah, cigar factory or something. And there was this huge machine in there, this massive like cast iron thing. We played like underneath it to about five people. But I, for some reason, I always think that was a really good one. It's a huge space. I remember it, it sounding. It sounded incredible. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I, there was no one there apart from like. I remember oh, we, no, we played, yeah, and, and the dude who owned the building who sat on like a random, like a big, like sofa, if I remember, yeah, just, just watched us. And afterwards, he was like, he was really nice. I remember. Yeah, I think he was really. Like, I thought you were going to say he said you were shit then, the way you like <laughs> shook your head. I listened really intently to you guys, and I'm not impressed. I. I don't know, man. I mean, that's a pretty good question, then, yeah. It's weird because I think maybe what you could describe as our like best gigs in inverted commas of like places aren't necessarily when we were like at our so, best yeah, so musically. Yeah. So like when we first like we played the Lexington with good the band. Sa- at the Sand Band, yeah. and like I felt we were quite good then. I, well, it was a good gig, yeah, but also. I feel like we're better now, mm. but no one cares anymore. But no one cares anymore. <laughs> we had a, we went through a slightly, yeah. I think was, we did, like, feel like we sort of did it back to front a little bit. 
we went through a bit of an odd period where I'd this is I'll try and keep this short but I'd been in a, I'd been in a band for a bit and done some like solo recordings on the side and uh, our friend Dave who's in the sound band he found those recordings and was like oh I really like your solo stuff you should come make some demos with me we'll do like he was on this record label in Liverpool at the time uh, they really like I've played it to them they like your demos we'll, we'll like we'll do something and through that we got all these gigs kind of opening for them yeah. at venues that were probably like gigs that were probably a bit too big for us and we had like five songs and Eddie didn't know how to play like half of them and so we played like like a, a handful of gigs that we probably shouldn't have been playing yeah like but they were quite they were okay yeah I mean yeah I think we were we just quite like blasé about the whole thing a little bit because the demos are quite have you ever heard them? which demos? they're sort of like acoustic these were like the first things I did before it was quite a band big sounding I went to Liverpool I mean, and made really cool yeah. they sound amazing mm. but they're I don't think we could ever reproduce that no it never happened live, live. No. and then we tried to do a load of things <laughs> did you use like garage band or something to do that how did you do that no I did I recorded um, I did it with Dave from the sound band in we like went a and... proper studio well no it was in his, it was in his, his bedroom but he had like he knows what he's doing so Dave used to um, I don't know you... are I these made... demos online no 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 so I don't know if anyone's heard the sound band but they're like the best band that anyone's yeah but everyone's like no one's heard of them so. there's a wrestler called the sand man that's what I thought you were talking about so Dave... I thought you'd made an album with a wrestler that would be alright <laughs> Dave used to, uh, he was uh, Richard Ashcroft's guitar player for a Bloody bit. Bloody hell. And then he... Dave McCabe or whatever his name is. No. Nick but, McCabe. No, but he does, no, no. Okay. Uh, David uh, McDonnell. David McDonnell. So he was, okay. and then he played in the choral for a bit after Bill Ryder Jones, Jones left. So I did Bloody all these hell. demos with him. In Liverpool? Yeah, and when I got to his house, he was like, oh, I've got the choral's old desk in my room. Wow. So... It was kind of cool, yeah. And how did you find him, or how did he no, find you? He it? found me because of his demos, and yeah, that was kind of the beginning of it, really. Now on um, the Jack Joseph Band's recommendation, we're going to play the Sand Band and a song called "The Gift and the Curse" and their Scousers. Enjoy it. <laughs>
was the sand band with the gift and the curse and the man is dave mcdonald is that right that's the one yeah it's a beautiful album check them out um eddie has bought um eddie is alex's nickname is it or kind of stage name and he's bought he's bought some snacks what are these snacks uh, it's built on built on i've never heard of that is it is it like the it's like a dried <laughs> south african meat yeah. oh is it meat is it red meat Beef, right? It's beef. Oh, it's like beef jerky. Okay. It's basically beef jerky, yeah. It's hipster beef jerky. Yeah, this is a hipster pub, isn't it? How much was that? 17 quid? Yeah, with the built on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's chilly. It's quite nice, actually. Well, let's try it live on air. You didn't tell them we're doing a podcast that's going to be reaching 6 million people, so you can give us free built on. <laughs> no. no. It's nicer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it's a bit like eating a welly, though, isn't it? It's not the worst thing I've put in my mouth before, but... Oh, yeah? Okay. <laughs> Tell us about that. Um, I'm having just a one bite at the moment. I suppose I shouldn't be doing that live on... I don't want to eat a whole lot. It'd be good with do a little bit of English mustard. Yeah. 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 Okay. Or horseradish. Not great. Okay. <laughs> it's also getting windy and cold. So, um... Okay, let's move on to something else. Um, if the band members were characters, or Friends characters, which character from Friends would you be? That's shit, isn't it? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm probably Ross, aren't I? <laughs> That's the sound of chewing on Bilt... What's it called? Bilt... Bilto. Bilto. If I'm anyone. Sergeant Bilto. If you were Ross. Yeah. I am. Yeah, Why? I don't know. We're gonna have to pick one lady character. Right? Really. No, Ross is all right. Ross gets really funny at the end. Ross, I love Ross. He's Ross comes friend. into his own. When Ross puts um, some sort of powder on his legs to get off the leather, so and then it turns into a paste. That's the funniest thing <laughs> he does. I also, I can't move any piece of furniture without saying pivot. pivot yeah. Classic. Okay, so who are you, Alex? You think you're Ross, do you? No. You can't just you're call Ross. Ross. <laughs> uh, I think you're Rachel. 
is ready to review. <laughs> You're the irresistible kind of one that has nipples showing through your top. There is a lot of nipples in Friends. Yeah, I really enjoyed well, it in the 90s. Mainly from Rachel. From Jenna, yeah. What do you think of Jennifer Aniston? I rate her, yeah. She's, cool. she's amazing. Yeah. Would you have left her for Angelina Jolie? Let's go a bit TMZ. No, never. No, obviously not. I'd have, I'd have done exactly what he did. Maybe he'll go back to her now. <laughs> he made a terrible mistake. Well, yeah. John, Vo- John Voigt, her dad, is a complete and utter waste of space. Good actor, but he's Good a bit enough. of a... John Voigt, you'll know him. He's... Um, yeah. yeah. Oh. She didn't talk to him for 20 years. Yeah, he's in. He's the baddie in Mission Impossible 1. <laughs> oh. You know... It's when you've been eating a bad diet, including Bilko or whatever that is. Okay, so that's the friends question. I hope that went well. What's your favourite sandwich? Uh, BLT. Yeah. What sort of bread? <laughs> like, uh, just, you know, brown as possible. Wholemeal. Toasted? Maybe a couple of seeds in there. Anything. Yeah. Just a straight cheese and ham. Maybe a pickle. Are you Googling sandwiches? Uh, John Voigt. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, Jody's yeah. yeah. Oh, right. Do you know that? I didn't know. He's, um, he thinks, um, he said that Obama is a terrorist or something about five years ago. He's raping America, you know, so I really, um, yeah, it's not. Raping a, America? Yeah, yeah, he's got opinions. Yeah, he's a big Trump fan. Yeah. Bad, bad form. Okay, guys, what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened on stage? I, I feel like I'm always, <laughs> you're laughing as if, like, you can remember something. Um, oh, probably got a different story. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm quite clumsy, so I'm falling over. Yeah, often I'm like bumping my head on a mic stand. Have you really fallen over? Stacked it? No, probably not. <laughs> I probably tripped a little. I remember once at the Glad, and we used to play <coughs> "Say You're With Me," which is a song mm. by Jack Joseph Band. Um, I had this like guitar part which basically ended in me playing one chord mm. a very simple chord a G in fact a beautiful chord a big full G and I remember and it rings out nice and long and I played an F sharp just really <laughs> extravagantly oh so you ended the song wrong no it was right in the bang in the middle after like a little <laughs> solo bit it's just a big full loud F sharp and then <clears throat> Sliding it horribly into a G. That's the best thing about. Did anyone notice that though? Probably oh not. yeah, yeah, yeah. probably not. No. Well, did any less not. chicks talk to you that night because of that? <laughs> maybe it was. Maybe it came across as jazzy. There's something going on in this interview, isn't there? That's a bit distracting, which I suppose I'll, I'll go into later. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so let's move on with another question. Um, what's the most amazing thing that's happened on stage? <laughs> huh. Uh, you've had a moment where you've gone fuck that was good you know that was a great song that was a great I did that really well I mean ideally that happens doesn't it it happens occasionally that kind of spiral tap just like sometimes it feels good doesn't it sometimes you forget about everything and that's that's the thing when you're not worrying about people love spinal tap I love spinal tap (laughs) Sustain. <laughs> <laughs> What's that one called? Lick my love bum. <laughs> okay, what do you guys think about the situation in Syria? 
You don't have to comment. I, no, I've got, I've got nothing. You might. I mean, it's terrible. No, yep. Okay. Um, what do you think about climate change? <laughs> well, we're quite, as a band, we're quite concerned with temperature. Okay. I'm very concerned about. Eddie's well, a very temperate man. I don't like cold, so. If it's hot in the room, I'm concerned. Like the Monarch, where we play every month, is oh, very man. hot. Oh man, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a great, it's an excellent temperature in there. You like excellent it? for you? Yeah, yeah. Too hot for me, maybe a touch. No, no maybe no. not. It's, it's not quite. It's not. What's quite the venue in London with the best temperature? Oh man, I like an outdoor gig. No. No. I mean, it depends what time of year. Best temperature. Maybe the Monarch. Maybe the Monarch is a good I think temperature. The Monarch is a great temperature. Well, you guys should come back and play a gig. The Gladstone is. is we haven't been invited. Okay, so what's going on is that there's a guy next to us who sat down whilst you were in the pub there, and he has a plaster across his lip and he's profusely sneezing. So it makes me think that his lip's going to split in half. And he's also listening to every word we do in this interview, which has made us a bit more. Yeah, yeah. He's not involved in this interview. So should we tell him to piss off? I've been through three stages with this guy. Firstly, I thought he had. Uh, like like a, a dyed white. Yeah, it's like a Hitler moustache <laughs> with a plaster. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought he had like uh, Guinness froth. Me too. Head. I thought he had froth when he first sat down. But and now he's on his own, and he was with someone earlier who's obviously just had enough of it. The reality is, he's got a plaster on his lip, but it's a clear plaster with the white pad, and the white pad does look a lot like a Chaplin slash Hitler. But how badly could he have cut his lip? Because did he did he shave in the evening? It's it's eight forty seven at night. So what? This he must have you know That's shaved a with a machete. It's a good watch. Yes. Yes. It really is a good watch. Well, these are two pound fifty on Amazon. Um, these watches, if anyone wants to Google. Yeah, just Google on Amazon white calculator watch and you'll come across this watch I have. I'll take a picture later and allow four weeks for delivery because they come from Japan. They're made by Japanese sex slaves. No, sorry, that's... No, go for it. Sure. Is that a bit of hair coming out of it? Yes. Okay. I didn't get to take a picture of the Bilko, whatever it's called. I'll do that later. Okay, so let's go to another question. We can get some more if you want. No, I'm I'm good. I wasn't that into it. I don't know, it felt a bit weird. The sense, the consistency was a bit weird. It was like I was eating a human foot or something. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you think killed Kennedy? Mr. Garrison. (laughs) No comment. Um, Why, do you work for the KGB or something? (laughs) Um, Are you going to be buried or cremated? Oh, or um, something else. Well, maybe you're not going to die. I don't care. I don't know. I mean, it is. Yeah, it's a bit of a pointless question, isn't it? But no, you have to make that choice, don't you? My dad reckons being buried increases your chance of being revived in the future, which obviously it does. Because if you're cremated, <laughs> there's nothing left. But equally, I don't really want to be revived in the future. Where would you be buried? <laughs> right here. <laughs> At the King and Co. <laughs> no place I'd rather be. Where would I be buried? Yeah. Underneath. I'd like to go off in one of those sort of Viking things where they push you out into oh, a river yeah. and just like torch you. Afloat. Torture you? Torture. <laughs> torch. With flames. Yeah. Have so, you guys got a recommendation of how to live a better life? Have you got a little list of what you're into what at the things moment? Things I like, yeah, maybe I do. So, music. What music do I like? Well, 
Uh, and how do you listen to music? Spotify, iTunes? I don't have... Do you buy have, music? I don't have uh, Spotify or iTunes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I do. What music? Uh, okay. How do you discover music? I don't know. Uh, I I still read Pitchfork, even though I hate it. Schmilko. Great. Pre- yeah, it. you like it. Yeah, yeah. What? I'm not sure. I love Schmilko. I think yeah, it's really cool. I love Schmilko. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So yeah. we recommend that. That's on your playlist. I'd recommend Schmilko. I've been listening to Schmilko. Yeah. Wilco are probably my favourite. I mean, Jack's always going to like Schmilko. So, I, yeah. Jack loves Bill Wilco. I love All right, so let's play a song from Schmilko. What, what's the song that stands out for you and we'll play it? Oh, what's that one with the... It's a groovy one. I can't remember what they're called. Uh, I, never, uh, I never remember uh, something. All right, so this is... Oh, a, it's, I remember. It's called Nope. Nope. So this is Nope by Wilco. Yeah. The latest album's called Schmilko, and the last one's called Star Wars. So yeah, yeah, yeah. their album titles are getting increasingly funny, if anything. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a good album. And in fact, well. I think what perhaps Eddie was leading on to say is that I think Wilco have, like, a lack of reverence about their record. Like... I think they've started just putting out records. Yeah, having a lot. Worrying about.
What's the next gig you have? What does the future hold? Uh, we have no gigs booked currently. We're waiting for uh, no Slot of the Monarch. Yeah. Okay, that can happen. Um, okay, so there's no gigs on the horizon. Your latest EP there isn't, is well, The Believer. Uh, you got a new single. It's called A Few More. It's yeah. your latest EP. And we did... There's a little tune that me and Eddie have been playing at the end of sets just as like a duo. And we went and recorded that with our buddy Joe in his loft recently. So that's on Bandcamp. And then after that, we've kind of built this little demo studio and we're trying to just write just songs. Over the road. Yeah, it's literally over there. And we're trying to write write new stuff. You can't see it from here. What's the address? It's uh, for fan mail. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's literally a... It's a tiny room above a industrial fuse box. We need a bit of time to like come up with some new stuff as a band band. Because that, a few more EP, was kind of written, it was written without him. I wrote it before we even started playing with Pete, and then, but he's on all of like, he is on he's it a big part of it all, but. But he wrote all the parts, but like, maybe now that he's there, and you know what he can do, you like. Uh, sorry. There's definitely like a, a, definitely an emphasis on, on groove and. Yeah, and he's really groovy. So like, you kind of want to just, and him and James, yeah. Rather than coming along and being like, this is how we play it. Can you just come up with a quick bass part for it? It doesn't really like work. Play that bass play, play that bass part and shut the fuck up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Can you Whereas, just want to do can that? You, yeah, you want to creatively involve him? Yeah, yeah. Or like, and, just and all his, of us. His thing is all about like, where is the groove? Where is like, where are the drums? And where What's are, his influence? Playing against it. What's he listening? Oh, Pete's interesting because he's more Pete was in a band this called, is a Kanye West yeah Pete loves Kanye he loves a bit of Kanye <laughs> no Pete uh, Pete was in a band called Out Like Wolves before we before he played with us and they were like like Zeppelin kind of hard rock yeah he's kind of more heavy rock man but then he's kind of got a blues thing going on what's your favourite Led Zeppelin chain? Uh, uh maybe Rambolon or Four sticks. I don't know. Four, four sticks? I don't know. What's yours? Alex. I'm not really a Led Zeppelin man. Me neither, but I like rock and roll. Yeah. Amazing. I think the best member of Led Zeppelin was John Bonham. Yeah, man.
remember. you should call your podcast Three Folk Musicians Talking About Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> Unconvincingly. Or the Stev Mayo show, which doesn't, which makes even less sense. Okay, so I think that's it. It's getting a bit too cold. We're going to go inside. It's too cold. Um, is there anything else you want to say? Um, Have you missed any poignant questions? Let's open my question file again. Um, we know we've cleared up the situation in Syria. Oh yeah, and the iPad's actually run out of battery, so there's no more questions. The interview's going to end. We're going to go back in the pub. Thanks to Jack Joseph Band. Check them out on Bandcamp, YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, um, Amazon, YouPorn. You know, get out of the house. See them at the Gladstone or the Monarch in London. So the first episode of Stev Mayo Show is sponsored by Palmolive Hand Wash as well as Lidl. Lidl's current offers from Sunday 16th October. Kids scary Halloween costumes. $3.99 for a jumper that says scary on it and a pink skeleton uh, pyjamas from $3.99. Lidl also have some DIY stuff. Um, they've got $14.99 for some weird drill and a fleece for $7.99. So check out Lidl. It's great um, value. That was our first episode. Thanks so much to Jack Joseph Band. Um, we're now, um, and thanks to our sponsors, Palm Olive Hand Wash, Lidl, The King and Co Pub. Now we're going to end with Nora Jones and Carry On, a beautiful song. Good night, everybody.
let's just forget leave it behind and carry on Excellent. Absolutely. Excellent. Excellent.